Could you imagine a Republican and a Democrat having a civil conversation? Could you imagine a Packers and a Bears fan having a civil conversation? Could you imagine someone who's extremely pro-life and someone who's extremely pro-choice having a civil conversation? Seems kind of strange, doesn't it? It's kind of like one of those things where you think, there is no way that that should be happening. Yet, that's like the intensity, but much, much more what's happening here in our gospel today. Samaritans and Jews don't talk, okay? This is, and especially, uh, they, they don't talk, a man doesn't talk to a woman, especially in public. So what's happening here is, is awe-striking, right? It's, it's like that intensity level. But yet, when we look at this gospel reading, you know, Jesus is sitting at the well. And every single, every single symbol in this gospel reading is important. For those of us who know our Old Testament and we read about wells, that's where engagements happen. That's where spouses meet one another and they say, the one, the one. And all doubt is removed. And it says that the sun, it was noon, which means the sun was right over the top of the well and it's shining through this well, and it's an earthly well, right? So there's probably dust in it, there's probably dirt in it, grime in it, and it's not welling up with new life. And the woman, the Samaritan woman, we know that she's probably considered an outsider by the fact that she's had five husbands, right? People probably have some unkind and uncharitable words to say about her and how she acts. Because most people, when they come to draw water, they would come, women would come in the morning, but she didn't even feel worthy to be with them. But yet she comes at noon, and Jesus is sitting and waiting for her. And he says, give me a drink. And he's speaking at a deep level. He's not speaking at some just normal day-to-day level. Like we say, hey, how are you? And we say, good. How are you? Good. And then we go on our way. He's speaking to her heart. And he wants to speak to your heart, too. Because if we just think this is story time at Mass, we're missing the whole point. Because all of us are the woman at the well. All of us are. We all go to things, and we we go to these empty wells in our lives. And the weird thing is, a lot of us know that it's not going to give us life, but we keep going back to it. We keep going back to it. And we keep going back to it. And the question is, how's that going for you? How's that going for you? Because in our second reading today, St. Paul said, hope does not disappoint. Are you going back to a well that feeds you with hope or hopelessness? Because this woman and a lot of us here, you know, we're tired. And the Lord wants to invite her thirst to be said out loud. He wants to invite her faith to become alive. He actually is thirsting for her faith. And he's also thirsting for your faith and my faith. To have hope. To have hope because hope does not disappoint. And as she gets to know Jesus, and when you and I get to know Jesus, our understanding of him changes. But if we don't spend time with him in his word, if we don't spend time with him in prayer, especially in front of the Blessed Sacrament, he's just sir. Notice how the woman said, sir, I can see, sir, I can see. But then as she spends time with him, she can say, sir, I can see that you're a prophet. So now Jesus moves from sir to prophet. And that's how some people in our world see Jesus. He's just a prophet. But by the end of the conversation, he is savior of the world. He's the only one who can keep me safe. He is the only one who can keep me safe. 
And the Lord wants to give us life-giving water. He wants to give us life-giving water. And she says, I want that. And I've heard that there is this Christ out there, this Savior who is out there, and he's going to be coming here. And Jesus, as he speaks to her, he speaks to you and I, and he says, I am he. I am the only one who can satisfy your heart. And I want to be wedded to you. I want to be one with you. So that you don't lose hope. So that you can be free. You can be free. And that looks like something. That sounds like something. And Jesus, in our gospel reading today, you know, he's, when he's talking with her, and that life is beginning to grow in her, she leaves her jug at the well. She leaves her jug there. And, that, and, and it's that habit of your, it's a symbol of the habit of your habit of mine when we keep going back to these dead wells that don't give us life. And it doesn't even have to be bad stuff. Some of it's really bad, but it doesn't have to be bad stuff. It's just stuff that just doesn't satisfy that ache in your heart, that restlessness in your heart. And the Lord's asking, and he's like, how's that going for you? How is that going for you? The thing is, is that mo- most breakthroughs in our faith life happen when we have break-withs. Most breakthroughs that we have in our faith life happens when we have break-withs. We have to break with the old way. You have to. Because your heart and my heart is made for, for perfect love. And only Jesus can love in you and I perfectly. But if he's just a sir, eh, don't have to change. If he's just a prophet, says cool things. But if he's the savior of the world, he'll touch every single part of your life and transform it. And that's what he did for this woman. And she becomes a missionary. She goes out and tells people, those people who are naysayers are thinking like, no way could she ever. No way. But now she's detached. She's detached from the opinions of the world and she's attached to the will of God. And she's free. And she goes out and tells people, meet the man who told me everything about my life and didn't judge me but set me free. And he let me put my old way of life behind and now I'm walking in freedom. In freedom. And as this happens, the disciples come to Jesus and they ask him, are you hungry? But notice how Jesus is speaking at a spiritual level. He's not speaking at this weird earthly level. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. No, Jesus is talking at a deeper level. He says, give me a drink. He's asking for, he thirsts for her faith as he thirsts for your faith and my faith. But then also he's hungry. He's hungry. He's not hungry for earthly food. It says in our gospel reading today that he hungers to do the will of the Father. To do the will of the Father. And Jesus wouldn't do anything if it wasn't God's will, if it wasn't the Father's will, and to finish his work. Question. When you pray, do you say, hey God, this is what I'm going to do, I just need you to bless it? Or do you pray, what do you want? What is your food for me this day, Father? What is your work for me? And then do you have the patience to know that hope doesn't disappoint. You have the patience to listen to what he wants to say to you. Because I think a lot of times we're the one giving God the orders, 
But when we say, thy will be done, it means, what, what do you want me to do? And for most of us, he's saying, surrender that stinking jug that you're carrying around that's giving you no life. Look in the mirror. Don't point fingers at others. Start with your own heart. Point the fingers at yourself and ask yourself, how's it going when you're glued to the TV 24-7, glued to your cell phone 24-7, and people are losing hope over the coronavirus? My friends, we must know that our true home is in heaven. And we must have hope that our God loves us so much that he doesn't want us to carry around just these jugs of hopelessness and keep going back to that place in your life and in my life that we go to that we know that won't make us happy, that won't make us peaceful. But you and I have free will. We can do whatever we want. And the Lord just asking, how's that going for you? And for those of you who know Jesus and you are surrendering your life to Jesus, and that might be you in this church today, you're probably so happy that you surrendered all of that lifelessness in that jug a while ago. And for some of us, Jesus is just sir, or he's just a prophet. And the Lord's saying, if you want me to be savior, you have to surrender that old way of life. And maybe that's a little bit scary because you think of the unknown. But again, our God is a God of hope. He's a God of hope. And hope does not disappoint. As we enter into this Mass, what we're called to do every single time when the gifts are brought forward, we, we offer our prayers on the altar, but also we're surrendering those jugs that we go back to, to those dead wells of life. And the Lord wants us to have a breakthrough, but in order to have a breakthrough, we have to have a break with, and it takes trust. It takes prayer. It takes patience. It takes humility. And that looks like something, and it's different. And it sounds like something, and it's different. Because what's happening here will be like all of us being totally shocked that a Democrat and a Republican could be talking civilly. Or somebody who is a Packers fan and a Bears fan actually talking civilly. Getting past the earthly stuff and remembering that a true home is in heaven. What's your jug? What are you holding on to? And what is the Lord asking you to just stop going there? And you know it's wrong. And I know it's wrong. And some of these things, you don't even have to be a Christian to know that it's not going to be healthy for you. And the Lord is saying, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Come. Come to the life-giving well. And be freed from all this hopelessness to know that our true home is in heaven. But again, you and I have free will. We can do whatever we want. Will you choose the life-giving water, or will you go back to that dead place of life that you keep going back to that's not satisfying anything in your heart? Because if you want to have a breakthrough this Sunday and the rest of your life, it comes with a break with. Break with that jug. Do it today and do it every day, and you will have more hope. Because true hope does not disappoint. Doesn't disappoint. As we enter into this Mass and in you, as you enter into this Lenten journey, always ask for God's blessing and ask Him, what do you want me to do? What is your food for me this day? And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.